Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and today it's three black guys with good credit. Actually, it's four good people with good credit today. Four black guys, Matt. Four <laughs> black guys. That is You're, what I signed up for, with good credit. Yeah, all right, five. I'm corrected. Four black guys with good credit. Karen <laughs> is the only person in the world that can be black once a week for an hour. We, we, have, a house, <laughs> we have a house full. I'm we like have, that. We got the Podfather in the house joining us, Vernon Foster. He is a key component of our podcast behind the scenes, and he's going to share his wisdom with us today. So Karen, Sean, Vernon, how you guys doing? Oh, so good. So ready to podcast. This is like an OG pre-me, pre-me <laughs> podcast throwback that I'm a part of. So that's cool. I'm just uh, happy to be here. So again. happy. I, you are happy to be here again. Likewise, me as well. That's how I'm feeling. We just I'm like just- to work with Vernon. I'm just happy to have all you good people around me and feel your energy and just kumbaya with you guys. You know, it's raining in New York and just to be with you good people in this rain, it's just an exhilarating feeling. And I just want to say thank you. I I just think it's awesome. (laughs) It's awesome doing a podcast with with amazing people because you can also not only enjoy yourself, but you can make money. Can you? You can. All right. Tell me more. Well, Sean, Vernon, Karen, I know you guys are all experts in this. We actually, the four of us, we have a lot of experience in this, and we're going to share with you, the listener, the top 10 ways you can monetize your podcast. And I just want to say this before we start, Matt, just to let everybody know, when I went, when I put together this list, I realized that we have touched on all 10 of these things as far as bringing money to our podcast. So we can all speak on these things. And Vernon, the reason why he's back again, he's helped push these things. He's helped push revenue for us. So we're not just speaking off the tongue of what we've read. These are actual things that we've actually done ourselves and showed how we can actually make some money. So yeah, I just want to say that as a little opening to let people know, like we're, we're real here. We're real. We keep it real. We keep all it right, well, as we say, a hundred. 
if, if you're at home and you've considered or contemplated starting your podcast, you definitely need to listen to this show and uh, basically get your notepad out and take some notes. So let's get this started with our first tip on how to monetize your podcast. It's affiliate marketing or performance marketing. Vernon, why don't you share with the, the listeners what that means? Yeah. So for me, uh, how I de would define affiliate marketing is selling other people's products to essentially make a profit. Uh, so you, you know, the margins are slimmer here. Um, but the idea is that you don't, you know, you don't have to go out and create your own product. You don't have to do R and D. You don't have to do all the legwork that is incorporating with launching a product or a service. Cause it is a lot of work to begin Look. with little glossary R&D, research and development? That's correct. Okay, just for our listeners who may not know. Proceed, Vernon. Not ribs and daiquiris, research and development. That can help too. <laughs> and, let's, so, and let's be clear about what affiliate marketing is too. Because is, is that just promoting? Is that promoting somebody else's product with a mechanism for that promotion to be linked back to you for commission? Correct. So there's usually some kind of tracking link or a code or discount code or something, or um, you, you have a unique domain name URL. There's all the programs are, you know, your knowledge may vary, but at the end of the day, you're trying to, the idea is to push traffic or leads to a product to have somebody purchase and you make a commission off of that. So don't you need to have a quite large following to do that? Uh, well, it depends. You, you know, in my case, um, I had, I had a bootleg sponsorship for audible way back when, uh, mm -hmm. when I lost my very first podcast in 2013. Um, you know, this was, you know, way back in the day where you could essentially go sign up for, um, uh, to, to be an affiliate through there's programs out there like share a cell. I'm not exactly sure the one I use, but essentially, um, it gave my podcast the allure of having sponsorship without actually being sponsored by audible because I was a quote unquote affiliate. And I think at that time I had less than a hundred downloads per episode. And, um, I would basically tell them, Hey, go to this link or use this code bit.ly slash whatever, or, you know, however I, I gave them the code back in the day. And I became an affiliate almost overnight for Audible, which is a, a brand name company. And it elevated the value of my podcast instantaneous, instantaneously without having to have a million listens. Mm -hmm. what, what, what kind of loot are we talking, Vernon? When you were doing this affiliate marketing, performance marketing, did you get, you know, you got rich? rich? I did not get rich. I'm, I'm still here talking to y'all, so I did not get rich. <laughs> you didn't, but, get, you didn't um, get hood rich? Hood rich? But, uh, you get a little hood rich? <laughs> I mean, you, 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 got, you, a got, a shekels. you got a couple of shekels. You know, you could buy yourself lunch. You can buy okay. a couple of books. It wasn't anything crazy. However, the way affiliate marketing works is that you scale it over time. So, you know, the idea isn't to just do this one off, right? The idea is to, if you want to be a master at this, if you want to, you know, be a, uh, a captain of industry, if you will, you can look at people like Pat Flynn. He does a really good job with this. He'll create a bunch of long form content, whether it be YouTube videos, listicles around a specific product and really help people really be of service. And then, they almost feel guilty for not buying the product from him because he's given so much value. 
So over time, you can make a, a full-time living off of this. It just it just takes time. It's not going to be an overnight thing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's interesting because it sounds like he's almost affiliating with himself. Like he's producing the content and then he's pushing his own services through the content. Yeah, so he has his own services, but um, he also, you know, let's take, for example, Audible since we're on that. So if you've never listened to an audiobook, I could create a tutorial. Uh, I could create a podcast episode in this case. And then I could go over on YouTube. I can create a YouTube tutorial on here's how you listen to audiobooks. Mm -hmm. Here's how you get your first title. If you buy from me, uh, maybe you can get a, you know, you have a share link where they can get, you know, their first. 15% off or they first book free. Mm -hmm. So you basically create content around how to use the product. Mm -hmm. And then anyone who's searching for mm -hmm. how to listen to a book on audible or, you know, a podcast rather they come across your content. Audible doesn't have this whole long drawn out tutorial on, you know, for my grandma to learn how to listen to audiobooks. Mm -hmm. She lists, she figures out how to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Oh, well I'm, of course I'm going to help support this creator because they just showed me how to listen to audiobooks on audio. All right, so we we've, we've covered extensively our number one uh tip on how to monetize your podcast, affiliate marketing or performance marketing. So let's move into number 2. Sean, what do you got? Well, this one I love because I've, you know, I've lived through it where make and teach your own courses, you know, um for those who don't know, our podcast was birthed out of my nonprofit Financially Clean. And, you know, having this podcast has only opened up so many different doors for so many different teaching opportunities um, for clean of teaching financial literacy. So I'd say for those that are that are looking to start on teaching and they want to teach a course, something like that, a podcast is a great, excellent platform to um, mm -hmm. to market your to market what you're doing, because I constantly get emails and people asking me to do different things and courses from the podcast. So I would say, you know, this is, a, you know. You may not make money directly from the podcast, but you can make it indirectly through through courses. Mm -hmm. Right. So like the podcast is like a lead list almost and not in like the manipulative way that that sounds, <laughs> but just in a way of like these are people that have declared that you can add value to their lives in some way. And then like you can feel free to offer it. I even met you, Karen, through one of the classes, and then from there you became you came on the podcast, right? So it well, all kind of worked. How much value out. we provided one another? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, just so much value being exchanged here, and I think that's the point. Well, let's move on to tip number three, Karen. What do you got? So, if you're offering services that tie in with the content of your own podcast, you are totally in control of what you're making. More control means that you can price things out. So you have a higher profit margin. Um, the people that you're talking to are sort of primed to buy from you provided you provide value because they know you and like you and trust you. So it's like this mutually beneficial kind of funnel that you can create. So basically you're, you're saying you can get advertising through companies that are similar to the topic you're talking about is that what you're, what you're no i think this just this refers to creating your own content so oh, okay. offering services like so i guess a course could would fall under this umbrella of a service yeah. um, or if you're like let's say a legal professional right mm -hmm. so let's say i don't know how that works in terms of you know legal advice on a podcast but if you're a realtor right if you're um someone in home homeowners insurance 
those people offer a service, you know, at a very high level that's hands-on and, um, you know, through the process of, of the podcast, they're going to be building um, the no like trust that you talked about, Karen. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think people want like that. They want to like get to know who they're buying a service from and like have that kind of relationship with them. It's similar to what we've done many times. I mean, we can, you can build a show around a certain brand or product that you're trying to endorse and tie it in that way. So, I mean, mm-hmm. and we've done that before with a lot of our sponsors that come on our show, you know, part of the ways if you want to, you know, for those that reach out to us all the time that want to come on our show, part of the reason, part of the way in which we look to critique and putting people on our show is that, you know, what's the added value, especially mm-hmm. people that want to come on with like a certain product that they want to promote or anything like that. It really has to add to the brand. And can we build a show around that product that doesn't seem too sales pitchy? We're really trying to push um, a teaching, <coughs> excuse me, push a teaching, but then we can still piggyback and talk about what that person does. Right. So speaking about pushing teaching, Vernon, let's move on to tip number four about monetizing your podcast, coaching and consulting. Yeah, this is very similar to a service offering. Um, but um, instead of, you know, um, them doing the work, um, you're, you're kind of guiding them, right? Um, you're kind of helping them improve. And this can be done across various industries, business, uh, consulting, life, uh, life, life coaching, um, money management coaching, and very similar to the kind of the, the service offering model. I think the, the big thing here is that you can demonstrate your expertise Um, by either, you know, one, one thing that I've seen done a lot is that you can have a past customer on and they can almost give like a case study or a case story and they can share before, during, after, here's what happened, here's the result. And you almost have like this live testimonial. Mm -hmm. So I I think coaching and consulting, um, works great. Awesome. And it's so personal. It's such a good way to like almost commodify yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like you really are selling your time and attention that comes at a premium, like for sure. good reason. Sure. And you can justify a, a higher fee, right? If, if um, you know, typically uh, when people are listening to podcasts, we, we understand and know from research that it's a demographic that is highly educated, mm-hmm. high household income. Um, and they, you know, they're spending money. So if they're mm-hmm. listening to a podcast, it's likely that these are people who, um, high income earners who, you know, have the ability to spend uh, money. Can, point. can I just say commodify, I think is the word of the day. I really like that. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> if we say it again in the podcast and you're the first person to notice it, you'll win a prize. No. All right. So I feel seen. <laughs> let's move on to our fifth tip on how to monetize your podcast. And this is pretty simple. It's not about coaching. It's not about, you know, kind of the the work that you do in your podcast. It's really based off of if you do a good job on your podcast, your viewers may donate. Ask for donations. A common platform for accepting donations is Patreon. They really make it easy to offer additional content or bonuses depending upon the amount of money people support you with. Uh, and, And what... Karen, you have your OnlyFeeds. 
do they do, they do paint? My only feeds, yeah. yes. My only feeds for creating only feed space content. Monetizing feeds. It might be a thing, Vernon. I'm not sure. He's coming out. Monetize themselves, Vernon. I don't know if you mean about feeds, but you need to make all you foot fetish people, Vernon, out there. There's only feeds that that Karen's coming out. Only feeds. What is that? Only entrepreneurial. Um, I'm only think of it this way. It's not that I'm selling feet. It's that I'm being tipped for the pleasure of seeing my feet, which is a neutral. Are you a foot guy, Vernon? (laughs) I'm not into feet. Okay. You can can date bad feet, Vernon. You'll date bad feet. (laughs) I do not. Okay, I, we, I have I have flashbacks to that boomerang movie from the nineties. I don't know. Well, we we've digressed. Let me get back to the point. Um, Afi, someday you're gonna meet a chick who will give you a foot fetish. <laughs> you will just. <laughs> I wish that for you. I pro- I'm pro- I'm I'm oracling that for you right That's now. Aspirational. I don't. Yeah, know. So I'm my way for manifesting that for you with my crystals and my sage. I just think our listeners, we should not judge if there's people out there who want to commodify their feet. That's all I'm trying to say. Ding ding ding. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Commodify. We we used it in a sentence. Commodify. Is it not the ultimate renewable resource? It just gives and gives and gives, and you still have your feet. All right, well, and so we digress, people. Let's go to number six. Can we go to but, but wait, so before before we move on, just to be clear, the, the, the tip people, the, the note is ask for donations. Some of these things like Patreon, they'll give you an RSS feed, which ties in nicely with the next method to make money. Uh podcast. What? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we'll just skip it. I'll cut make money like doing podcasting. Uh let's just we can take that entire line out. There we go. Okay. So three, two, one. Okay, okay. We've gone long enough. Every people, you get the point. Asking for donations is a another way you can monetize your podcast. So um definitely if you if you have a, a trusted audience, get to asking, get past the pot around. So Sean, what's next? Well, can I just say, Sean, before you say that, that actually like like places like um, YouTube and TikTok are instituting a tip button. Like it's not, people want to tip you for your great content that you're putting out for free. Like people really want to support and it's becoming a bigger, bigger trend. It's not you like begging or whatever. It's like a tip jar. And I'll tell you again, once again, like financially clean and our two black guys, good credit. We have gotten donations. So it does work. It does. uh, People do like it. And if you have good content out of people would like to reward you and, and send a donation. So we have been compensated in this way. Mm-hmm. But actually, Sean, before you take us further, speaking of compensation, we do need to take a quick sponsor break. That was so, so we can also good. get some other compensation. <laughs> so we've gone through tips one through five. So I know you're listening and you want to catch tips six through ten. So do not move. We will be we will be back with more two black guys with good credit, top ten tips to monetize your podcast. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Today, we are talking about how to monetize your podcast. So if you're someone out there with a podcast or if you're contemplating launching a podcast, we are giving you some tips on how to make money doing it. So, Sean, why don't you take us to the next tip, tip I number love, six? I love this one because, you know, our podcast, Matt and I talk about it all the time. It's given us so ex- much exposure. We've met so many different people that we would not have met had we not done a podcast. You know, point in case today, if those don't know, we're taping in early July and Eric Adams has just been the Democrat nomination for, for mayor. And, you know, to everybody on there doing this podcast today, Vernon, Matt, Karen, myself, we've all met Eric Adams. We've all kind of spoken to him. We've all been able to build somewhat of a relationship. And it's it started from the podcast. We got him on the podcast. We got him on the podcast. We're very, also, very important. I'm sorry. So actually, yeah. he might win the, the become the New York mayor because of us in some ways. Can we Absolutely. take credit? Yeah, we got, we got him on two years ago. We, we, we actually put it out there that he's, he's going to be New York's next mayor. So we I literally think, invented Eric Adams on the Exactly. We literally exactly. made him. We made him a household name. We brought him to the PA. Yes, we did. We were early adopters. We no, were. No cap, as the kids say. No cap. I invited Vernon to, to one of Eric Adams' events, and he ducked out early. He ducked out early. And now you regret it, don't you, Vernon? Wow, he ducked wow. out. He ducked out. That's a power exactly. move, though. I told you to stick around, Vernon. told you to stick around. It also was like out. a Tuesday night. <laughs> to be. You know what, Vernon? That was an alpha move. It's like wearing sweatpants to, like, you know, like a five-star, like brunch. a star right, restaurant. Yeah, or brunch. <laughs> and for those the cool Karen, I have a cheesy picture of Karen smiling all in Eric's face beside her. I'm going to put that cheese there with a cheesy oh my God, thing. Like. A picture of me being an influential New York woman. So, hey, Sean, so what exactly is the tip I've gotten lost in the conversation? We're saying, <laughs> what's the tip? We just carry and carry and carry on. The, uh, the, the most under, underrated tip, and yet the easiest, is to implement interview people who you'd like to do business with, want to work with, want to partner with. An easy way to reach out to interview. You don't have to come up with a content. And it worked for us because I was able to do classes, teach at Borough Hall, financial literacy through the podcast. I did so many things with Eric because of doing the, bringing him on the podcast. So, yeah. Develop good relationships. Yes. Exactly. That can lead to returns. It's a long game, Matt. I don't, I don't bat short, bro. It's a long game. I go long, brother. It's a long game. I waited for this moment of Eric to come in First of all, stop screaming long. You're screaming long. It's so good. 
Don't hate. Appreciate the player, Karen. Don't hate the player, man. Appreciate the player, girl. Okay, we're appreciating. That brings us on to number seven. Uh, I believe we've touched on this featly. <laughs> but number seven is offer premium content. Now, who's to say what that content is? Sean, certainly not you. <laughs> but Premium content can really be anything you want. And we do joke and laugh and laugh about my feet. But if I freaking wanted to, guys, I could freaking kill it out there with my feet. can be whatever you want. Uh, if you're a girl, wow, boy, does that help. Um, but some common ways for podcasters of any sort of gender or whatever to offer premium content are with additional interviews, behind-the-scenes content, um, ads-free RSS feeds, early access RSS feeds. That sounds very cool. Q&A with your hosts a sort of ask me anything kind of vibe. Um, you can have fun coming up with unique ways to deliver more value to your community based on whatever. Karen, sort of are, are you suggesting that pretty man feet wouldn't be premium content? I am suggesting that a hundred percent. Now for, for, I'm saying for my I have beautiful feet. <laughs> <laughs> I just you don't. Could probably uh, 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 murder uh, uh, out there. I take it back. There is, of course, a demographic for beautiful feet. The consumers of beautiful feet are consuming beautiful feet. Like there's, you know, they guys. have foot models, right? Like all yeah. the Corona commercials. Yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. Like when you're on an only feet, it's not. You're not going for that Corona model perfection. You're going for that like regular and vibe where you're just like, oh, I wouldn't like get to see your feet normally, but like. Not for like a reason. I, I honestly, I would love to see some certain celebrity feats. Like seriously, I have a foot fetish. I would like there's certain celebrities out there. If they were on this only feet, I would just look them up. Like yeah, I want to see what Jennifer Lopez feats look like. Let me see what Beyonce's feet look like. Like there's I would be looking. I would be looking up her feet. Karen. I, I don't care what you can there say. There's brothers out there that would be like, yeah, I feel Karen. Like, you know, I would do, definitely do, be like, let me see Rihanna's feet. Like Karen, do you remember this, Sean? It's called Wiki Feet. Karen, do you remember when we had the Karen from? The Fresh Prince of Bel Air yes, came how on. Did I ever forget. I'm Jesus. sure. She, remember how Sean was like, I'll, "I'm oh, coming over your house right now." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to visit her. Yeah, I would <laughs> like to see Karen Parsons' feet. I would like to see her feet. And I, but you know, I, I'm accountable. Yeah, I know where my yes. foot, I know where my foot fetish derives from. I can tell you exactly where it came from. When I was in high school and on the basketball team, I never forget this guy in the basketball. I took off my socks and shoes, and he was like, "Oh, you got more corns on your feet than a cornfield." I was traumatized. I was like, "What?" And from that point forward, that's and he was probably traumatized from your feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just want to be a better foot person. And from then on, I've had the foot fetish. So well, on that note, school. maybe we should move on. Vernon, can you can you can you have a detail can, about can, you that you just shared? <laughs> can you can you get us back on the rails here? How about tip number eight? Yes. So for tip number eight, uh, membership subscriptions uh, through a membership community. So. Um, you may have, uh, you know, unless you're living under rock heard of Netflix, right? In some ways, that is a membership, right? You pay a set fee every month, quarter, or year for content, training, resources, etc. Masterclass is also a good example of this. Um, and two shows that I really love, two podcasts that I love that do this really well are um, Earn Your Leisure and Founder. I agree. And it can be so, I think that this is where you can really capitalize on talking about something that's a bit niche, like giving people, that's a lot of added value to give people an opportunity to connect with each other who have like a kind of niche interest. 
Yeah, and you yeah. also don't have to be the expert. You can find right. other experts, you know, like Earn Your Leisure. They have people come on, come on, talk about different types of businesses, trucking. Um, they have people talk about, you know, using credit cards and credit as a way to build a business. Wow. Um, founder in- interviews, a lot of different founders. More recently, they had someone talking yeah. about YouTube, Tommy Traffic, who's a f- phenomenal YouTube um, boss of YouTube ads. So you can actually leverage other people's expertise and get paid from it. So you're leveraging, you know, kind of going back to what you were saying earlier, Sean, you build a relationship um, in step six, uh, you leverage that relationship to create content. And then you say, what if we joint venture and basically sell this to our members and we give you a cut? That is literally the entire secret of creating content. That's it. <laughs> you leverage other people's talent to make something cool <laughs> and you sell it to people. <laughs> well, you can you, you can take it a step further with tip number nine. You can combine all these forces and host events. Uh, it's not only a great way to make money, but to bring together your best fans and bring them even more value. How about yeah, that? Everyone loves 11. And especially now that everything's opened up, people are so starved for human content to contact. And live events are freaking popping right now. And number 10, sell merchandise. We've sold two black guys with good credit t-shirts and we've sold out. I think, Vernon, you got one, right? Don't you got one? I have an honorary uh, uh, two black two black guys with good credit t-shirt. Yeah, so selling merch is, is a great idea to make, to make income with your podcast. It works, trust me. Um, you can do mugs, you can do pins, you can do, you know, whatever you want to do, foot Toll rings, Karen, whatever. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> we don't you can do. So um, we have three bonus items. Ah. This is bonus content. This is three more bonuses. So number 11. Now, this is perhaps a bit far down the list, but it is a powerful one. And that is just run ads. <laughs> Sell ads. Sell ads. Uh on your platform for a flat rate if you want, or you can negotiate for each client. Um, you can do a little bit of both depending on who it is. There is a metric um, called CPM and it's the cost per 1000 listens. So in general, uh, 10,000 impressions goes for about $10 per CPM, which is about $100. And really the value of any endorsement that you make is in you personally. So you can record your own ads depending on what the client wants run them for 30 or 60 seconds make it scripted make it super conversational um try the product out make it something that you want to sell someone or don't i mean the ethics is for you but what what does the m stand for you said cost per 1000 listens did anybody know it's it's it's, uh it's cost it's cost per mil it's per thousand listens is so that's french right isn't well i know for those that don't know we are signed with acas and vernon actually works for acas he's kind of our our manager i would i would i guess I'd call him so isn't this what kind of acas does uh vernon seek ad for us and bring revenue to the table can you give our listeners a little background of what you do and what your overall company that just yeah. went public in sweden <laughs> where you, i can't buy stocks but yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can give people a little bit of background. So, um, you know, uh, kind of, I think Karen teed it up perfectly, you know, cost per thousand or cost per mil um, is typically what you, you know, you hear as the industry standard. Um, and the example you gave, you know, let's say your podcast got 10,000 listens um, and you negotiated a $10 CPM, 
that equate to like, you know, $100 in ad revenue. Um, so typically there's two types of ads. Um, there's host red endorsements um, and there's programmatic ads. So host, host red uh, direct endorsements are in the host voice. Those are usually going to command a higher CPM because it's a direct endorsement from you, the host. So it's essentially like that's the best. It's, it's almost like a word of mouth, right? That's the mm -hmm. most powerful form of advertising that you could get. So advertisers are typically going to pay a premium for those types of reads, right? Those types of sponsorships. Programmatic ads, on the other hand, um, they're not in your voice. So uh, you have heard these on the, the, the podcast here. We sell those across entire collections of shows. Um, and it's really just easy money, right? Because you don't have to really do anything. They just get placed um, based on your show being in a collection of other uh of other podcasts so um that's that's basically how it works um there's usually a listening benchmark um for the sponsorship host reads um sometimes that can be anywhere from let's say fifteen thousand. so they'll they'll probably want to see that you have you know you you're, you're not going to hear um you know smaller shows with direct endorsements unless they flip it and use the uh the affiliate hack that I talked about earlier. But once you get to, let's say, 10, 15,000 listens a week, that's when you can start opening yourself up to different advertisement opportunities, specifically with host red sponsorships. Mm -hmm. Ads you can have day one. So those are like the premium, premium ones. Those are the ones Primo. where any, anybody can run an ad, but people have to be into you specifically for a host red ad yeah so for a, uh usually they're done um you have a sales partner so on our end you know we'll basically we have relationships with different ad agencies so our sales team here at acas is like the kind of the middle person between the advertiser and the podcaster so what the sales team does on their side is basically marries the content with the advertiser and they mm -hmm. basically take it to market. So you as the host, you as the host, you'll never directly deal with the advertiser. If you have a sales partner, the only thing that you'll do is you'll get a script to read. And then based on that script, you'll record a script, you'll submit that. And then the next time you hear, um, you know, the ad, it'll be on your podcast. Right. There's typically a threshold to work with the sales partner. So that's like, if you go indie, you can go indie and flat rate, right? You can sell yourself. You can, you know, pitch yourself to other brands and advertisers, maybe like local. But if you, for the blue chips, you know, bigger brands, you know, the uh, the score spaces, the fresh directs, the hello fresh, the audibles, unless you're doing the hack, um, that's typically you're not. You, that's typically going to be the route you have to go. Mm -hmm. um, Got it. As the sales partners, they have their relationships with the agencies. You're right. not really typically going to find those relationships as an independent podcaster unless you're already at scale. All right. Well, we got a couple more bonuses. Karen, what's our next bonus? Next bonus is this sounds easier than it actually is, but you can write a book. Um, doesn't have to be a long book. It really doesn't. It can just be a book about something that you have expertise about, but leveraging a popular podcast or a kind of popular podcast into book sales is another good way to not only make some money, but also increase your authority. A book is like a credit 
that you make for yourself. It is an achievement to have written one and you get to call yourself a published book author, which is um, which is something to be actually really proud of and something that not everybody does. And then and you have merch, you have automatic merch. Also our, our illustrious guest, Vernon, aren't, aren't you an accomplished author? Haven't you written some books? I've written a book or two. Yes. <laughs> there you like I had to like say it in my Harvard voice. I love, yeah. I love that. that. That added to it. I, I wrote a book and I did an audio book nice. uh, and both of those were, uh, uh, hard, but rewarding. That's awesome. Yeah, there you go. And now you've got prods, you've got merch, you've got things that people can buy when they need to hear your voice more. And podcasts are not enough for them, and they don't have your number. Yeah, Vernon's got it all covered. He can host events and bring his books out. He can, you know, you you can, yeah, you, you totally, you're covering all bases. But let's let's move on to our last bonus, Karen. What's the last one? All right, guys, this is the home stretch. Last one is also based on your expertise, and that is do speaking gigs in your industry. So I know this is something that Sean, you do a lot with Clean, your nonprofit, um, and that you speak on financial literacy a lot of the time. Um, and it makes sense for you to do that because when people, when people hear you on here, you know, they, uh, you know, it's obviously, you know, you're talking about, you talk about clean all the time. Um, and you're a logical choice for conferences, live events, you get paid speaking fees can like really range from a few hundred bucks or just room and board and attendance to six figures or more. So obviously depends on your listenership, your expertise, like all of that. Speaking is another great way to also increase your authority. It's kind of like a credit, almost like a book and get exposed to a new audience that'll hopefully become your audience. Absolutely. I, I've had so many great experience in speaking engagements from Financially Clean and from the podcast to Black Guys with Good Credit. Some I did for free and some, yes, I did get compensated. But it's a, it's a, it's a, I would, you know, part of the reason why I even started a podcast because I would love to segue, segue into my senior life where I do like a lot of speaking engagements and do podcasts and teach financial literacy. And I thought, mm -hmm. and that's not podcast. that far, your senior life is not that far <laughs> well, away. So. 22. <laughs> well, Matt, the good thing about life, it'll always be behind yours, okay? You'll be in the rocking chair before I will be, and you'll be able to tell me all about it, okay? So, And then I'll catch up to you decades later, just, just <laughs> an insanely long time. And you'll pass me in your yacht, and I'll be like, Karen, how did you make all this money? Only feet, baby. Only and feet. Like, like, well, first of all, I'm 35 years younger than you, and second of all, I have these magical feet. <laughs> all right, well, before we delve back down that foot rabbit hole, I want to thank you, Vernon, for joining us, for helping us get through these top 10 and bonuses, ways to monetize your podcast. We thank you for joining us, Vernon. You got it. Happy to be here. Thanks again for having me. So, Vernon, for any of our listeners who want to hear any of your work, can you tell us any of your podcasts or any of the content that any books, you know, go, go on and sell your merch, you know, hype yeah, yourself yeah, up? Yeah. Thanks for the plug. You can def you can find uh, my most recent book at the sevenlawsbook.com. That's the T H E seven, the number seven lawsbook.com. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd love for you to check it out if you want to find out anything that we're doing or you're looking for a podcast host. Oh, wait, wait, I, I got to cut you off. Just give me a quick commercial. Seven laws of what? What are you? What? 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 What, what am I reading if I if I buy this book? Yeah, so it's the it's it's basically a um, a book. It's the it's called the Soul Manual. That's the subtitle. But for anybody who's out there who's on their path and on their journey looking for purpose, uh, wondering if they're on the right track or if they're off track, it's a great book to 
to just uh, let okay. you know that you're not alone on the journey out there. I love that. Oh my God, we need that right now. That's so the healing energy that we need at this moment. I love that. So the seven laws of mindful living is the book. Go cop it. The uh, T-H-E, the number seven laws.com. And I wrote the book uh, because, you know, in my early 20s and 30s, um, I was on this path of self-discovery and I, I wanted to put something out there so people didn't feel alone. They didn't feel like, they're mm -hmm. broken because they've made mistakes or they're they're trying to get through life. And uh, I think right now is a critical time for that, given that we're coming out of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I just want to say to those that are listening, you know, I think you also really, really go cop the book. Vernon is such a creator. His mind is always going. He's always thinking of ways to innovate and create. And his book is just, I'm sure it'll help you if you need, you know, it'll, it's just a great book. It's just a great read. And are there any other podcasts or any any other content for you want to direct people to? Well, uh, I think that's the most recent thing right now. Um, if you want to just check out anything I'm up to or any of the shows that we're working on at Acast, you can go to acast.com. Um, and my Instagram my Instagram handle is famous Vernon. If you want to just see any <laughs> of the funny content that I put out. Awesome. All right. Well, that brings another episode of Two Black Guys with Good Credit to a close. I think we gave. Our listeners, a lot of great sage wisdom on how to monetize their podcast. And if you're, if only you could see, Vernon also has dance skills. So if you need his next book, his next book might be teaching you how to move. But, but um, seriously, like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if your podcast isn't making any money, maybe you can go through these top ten lists plus three bonus tips and make some changes, and you can monetize that podcast. For two yeah. black guys with good credit, I'm Matt Smith, and I'm out. You're totally right, Matt. This was such a good list. If your podcast is not making money, it is honestly 100% your fault. <laughs> you should be taking notes on this list and getting your act together because there are literally so many ways to do it. Or maybe you need a better podcast and that's always a possibility too. And I've also been there. So it's these are all things to consider. We hope you got some value out of this list and that we entertained you. I'm Karen Margolis. You can find me on everything. Karen Margolis, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S. And... Like I always say, it's not about what you do. It's about what you do next. That's a really good saying. And I'm Sean Linda, the better half of two black guys with good credit. And I just want to say, you know, the entry to air to entry, the barriers to enter a podcast, are, are, there really are none. And I <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's a good way to even like work on yourself and just be able to expand and meet and grow your brand and, and to make some money. So for those of you that are having cold feet, not to talk to so you, we were talking about feet, but you know, if you're having cold feet, you know, warm them up and just do it, you know, and then listen to the show and start monetizing it. I'm Sean Linda, the better half of two black guys with good credit. As I say every week, your money is your money. Keep it in your damn pocket, good people. And send us a note at tbgwgc at gmail.com. And I am out of here. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.